It's time for the podcast with two guys whose BMI is higher than their IQ. It's the Morning Five, sponsored by Smith's Floor Coverings. This is a double cheek push here. Mike, 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 Mike. What day is it, Mike? Our pet's heads are falling off! Guess what today is? I like turtles. Up day! Up day! You're my boy, Blue! Hey, Mom! The meatloaf! We want it now! I don't know how long this is going to last. Good morning, West Georgia, and welcome in the Morning 5 Podcast. Today is Wednesday, January 17th, and Billy, today it is colder than hell outside. It it better be colder than hell. It's horrible. (laughs) Hey, so uh, I just thought of this because of our open, uh, you know, the whole double cheek push thing? Yeah, yeah, the tush push. Did you hear um, Chris Collinsworth do the big gaping holes on this weekend's game? No, I missed that. Oh, I heard it. And and immediately as a a broadcaster, you're like, oh, you you beautiful man. That's getting clipped. Yeah. <laughs> uh, did, did you hear what Jason Kelsey says every time the tush push comes into the uh, huddle? F my life. Yeah, yeah. He said that the tush push takes a toll on his life. <laughs> I don't doubt it, dude. He's right in the center of that thing. Not anymore, but um, but yeah, I can I can understand how he would not be a fan of that. Uh, yeah. Billy, Billy, today is National Bootleggers Day. Who's your favorite bootlegger? I don't have a bootlegger. Really? Nope. Wow. Yep. I'm just weird. Okay. All right. Uh, my favorite bootlegger probably has to be NASCAR Hall of Famer Junior Johnson. There you go. Yeah. I mean that's how that's how NASCAR started is, is bootlegging and right. running running illegal moonshine in the 40s. Um, without Junior Johnson, without bootleggers, we would not have uh, we would not not have NASCAR and uh, Matt Ridgway would not be employed right now. Well, God bless Junior Johnson then. Yeah, we're only, let's see, 1, 2, 15, 16, 17 days away from NASCAR starting. I'm pretty jacked up. Yeah. 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 When are, uh, when are we starting track talk up? Absolutely. Yep. 100%. Totally. <laughs> uh, not sure. Yeah. We'll, we'll see. You know you know how crazy Matt's schedule is. I tell him, I'm like, dude, when you're free, you yeah. let me know. Like. You're the one, hell. If you're at home for two days and you don't want to do track talk because you want to spend time with your family, million percent do it, pal. You're the one on the road twenty four seven now. I think he bought a new mic. Is what he told me. Oh, that's awesome. Sweet, yeah. sweet. I know. I told him. I told him we could do it from uh, from his hotel room. I said that'd be fun to get. Uh, like I know you room with other people from your team to get there to get them to come on and talk and get their opinions and stuff on there because that would be that would be entertaining. Uh, Billy, the Falcons' head coaching search continues. I just wanted to oh, list out. I, I just yeah, I just wanted to list out some of the ones that they've interviewed, and sort of get your opinions on who you think they should get and who you think they will get uh, good fits and such. Um, Baltimore's D, or excuse me, Baltimore Ravens uh, DC Mike McDonald. I, I like him a lot. I, I don't. I don't know. Do you think the Falcons should go OC or DC here while they're looking? In my opinion, I think we should go DC. Yeah, I agree. Um, or a defensive minded head coach. Discussion, we had this discussion earlier in the year um, after we we fired uh, Arthur Smith, but the 
for me, it was, you know, if you go back to, we, we've had Arthur Smith recently, right? Right. The offensive-minded coach. Supposedly. Um, and then, but, you know, with um, with Smitty, with um, uh, Dan Quinn and um, uh, Smith, um, what's what was the other Smith's name? Uh, oh, God. Oh, I can see his is, face. I can, too. Oh my God! Hold on, hold on. I gotta look this up. <laughs> oh, I can see his face. His, his last name is Smith. Yep. Uh, oh my goodness gracious! We are going to kick ourselves. Oh yeah. Uh, Mike Smith. Oh my goodness! Mike, I can yeah, see his face. You. I can see his face right there. Uh, yeah, with Mike Smith, um, you know, Falcons had the most success that we've had um, recently um, with a defensive-minded head coach. Um, just in having that offense with with a, a good quarterback, let's let's be real. He was a he was a good, he was a franchise quarterback. Who Matt Ryan? The hell? Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. He's the I, you know I'll defend it. He's the greatest Falcons player of all time. And I, I know some people don't agree with me, but I'll defend that to my death. No, I I thousand percent agree with you. Yeah. Um. So, um, when you when you've got a defensive minded coach and. And an offensive coordinator running running with a a very good quarterback. That's what's that's what's going to happen. So hopefully that's that should be what we should pair up. You know, because we we mentioned that we were going back and forth yesterday. Um, we posted on on social media about the um, Jaden Daniels possibly falling to the Falcons at eight. Yes. And if we, you know, threw Jaden Daniels in with an offensive coordinator and had a defensive-minded head coach, I think I, I would be okay with that. Yep, yep, I agree. I think I think that's the way they go. I don't think Jaden Daniels is going to be there at eight. I don't think that mock draft is yeah. terribly accurate. Um, no, no, but I, I, they're going to have to trade up for a quarterback, and if they do it, I don't know how much it's going to cost them, but it'll make it interesting at least. And we're getting into the, my favorite time of the year, uh, NFL draft time, or when you start talking about it. I love the NFL draft. It, I almost enjoy the NFL draft more than I enjoy the actual NFL season. Uh, it's fantastic. You know, we keep talking about having Loson. I think we need to get Loson this year. For yeah, sure. yeah, absolutely. I'm here for it. Yeah, anytime he uh, wants to come on and talk draft, he is more than welcome to hop on. Um, some other candidates that they've uh, they've interviewed: Cincinnati Bengals OC Brian Callahan, uh, San Francisco Ask. 49ers DC Steve Wilkes. Um, uh, I'm okay with that one. Yeah, I'm very interested in that, and I think he'd fit really well here. Carolina defensive coordinator uh, Ijiro Ivero. Ooh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, Baltimore Ravens assistant head coach and defensive line coach Anthony Weaver. Meh. Yeah. Um, and then we get to the two names. We get to the two actual head coaches that they have interviewed. Former New England Patriots head coach Bill Belichick and University of Michigan head coach Jim Harbaugh. Okay, so here's the thing. I'm not thrilled with Belichick. I'm not. It's just I don't name see is, the fit. I, the name is great, and I love I, I love the name. Right. The problem for me is I I just don't see the. I mean, he's 71. So how long are we going to have him? Two right? th- two three years maybe max. Yeah, so why why are we going to bring him in for two or three years? And yeah, and he he wants a young team apparently. Um, I, like I think he would be great 
I, I think you know with he's a defensive minded coach. Um, I think he would help our team and 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 be able to help build our team and 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 that would be great. I just I just don't know the timeline. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And and what what has Belichick done without Tom Brady that proves that he's a top ten coach in the NFL? He hasn't. But if he if he's able to get Jaden Daniels or you know a, a Justin Fields or you know something some a quarterback that's worth his salt, um, I, I think we might we might actually have a shot um, with Jim Harbaugh. And I, I had this conversation with a buddy of ours last night. I I hate the bastard. I do. But you know what? He's he's a hell of a head coach. He's a damn good and coach, dude. He is a he is a team builder. And he's an offensive minded coach. And this might be the only one that's I would be okay with. I'll be an offensive offensively minded. You know what I mean? Right. Um as much as I can't stand the bastard, I think he would be fantastic for us. And look what he did with Kaepernick in the way Kaepernick played. And, and, and Jaden Daniels is a better version of how Kaepernick played. I agree. A thousand percent agree. Yeah. So I, I think that'd be, shoulders. I think that'd be, <laughs> I think that would be, um, I think that'd be a perfect fit. I think Jim Harbaugh to Atlanta is, yeah, as much as you and I hate the guy, um, I think that'd be a really good fit. And, you know, we're talking about Jaden Daniels at eight, the athletic also has Jaden Daniels going to the Falcons at eight, but we're we're three plus months away from the NFL draft. You how you know how much stuff changes, man. Uh, last year, who was the who was the dude who was the quarterback that kept skyrocketing up draft boards? I don't know. I forgot I his remember. name. I forgot his name. But he was skyrocketing up draft boards, and I was like, this guy's not going to be good. And then there's a lot of posturing and and stuff going on in the NFL. So we'll see. We'll see when we once we get there, but. Uh, I would I would suspect at the end of next week the Falcons will probably have a new head coach in the building and um, start getting that franchise hope so. hopefully pointed in the right direction. Yeah, that'd be that'd be fantastic because there's another there's another thing that goes into it. Like we were talking about it, or I was thinking about it last night. When you're talking about like I, I mentioned Justin Fields, right? Right. There may be an offensive coordinator or a defensive or an offensive coordinator out there that can handle Justin Fields and knows exactly what to do with Justin Fields. The problem is, is we may not get that offensive coordinator. Yeah. We may get an offensive coordinator that doesn't know what the hell he's doing with when it comes to Justin Fields. And that may not be the best thing for us to go after in terms of getting somebody like that. You know what I mean? Right. So that... All of this is predicated on getting a coach in, getting getting an offensive coordinator in, and then we could start looking ahead and start building our team. I like it. Yep. I like it. Uh, Billy, so we posted something on our social media the other day talking, yeah, we did. Uh, talking about the all-time matchup for NCAA football, and I thought it was... I thought it was kind of fun um, just talking about it. So uh, it got some juice. So what I thought is why not go on to a website that we use or that I use. Um, it's pretty fun. It's not always accurate, but it's, it's just a fun little thing to do and sim a bunch of these games. Um, so that is exactly what I did. The only drawback is they don't have any 
they don't have any um, teams before 1996. So two of the teams that were on the graphic that we shared were not able to participate in this tournament. Uh, the 95 Nebraska Cornhuskers, which is a shame because that was probably my um, second greatest team that I've ever seen play. Uh, and the yeah. 1986 Miami Hurricanes, which was another phenomenal team. Um, so, so in their place, Nebraska was replaced with 2023 Michigan. And 1986 Miami was replaced with uh, 2014 Ohio State. So we had okay. to we had to replace those two. Only two we had to replace. Uh, 01 Miami, 08 Florida, 2019 LSU, and 2017 Alabama get a bye into the second round. So that's why you will not see them playing here. So the first matchup we had, and I simmed 10 games and took the culminative stats for all 10 games to figure out you know, the best outcome here. Um, 2018 Clemson beat 2023 Michigan. 36 to 12. Uh, Trevor Lawrence went 19 for 29, 271 yards, two tuds. Travis Etienne, 116 yards and one tud. JJ McCarthy, 21 for 33, 247 yards and half a touchdown per game for Michigan. And Blake Corum, 94 yards and half a touchdown for Michigan. That surprises me a little bit only because I don't remember that Clemson defense just being completely dominant like I don't that. Either. But um, okay. I mean, that works. Yeah. Cool. I was a little shocked you know? by that. That's the only one that I think I was shocked by in this entire thing. Um, that's the one that shocked me a little bit. Yeah. Uh, next one is 2022 Georgia versus 2014 Ohio State. UGA beats Ohio State 38 to 30, and, and all, all the matchups were barn burners. They were great games. Um, UGA, Stetson Bennett, 23 for 36, 321 yards and three tuds per game. Uh, McIntosh, 92 yards and .6 touchdowns per game. Cardell Jones, 15 for 23, 191 yards and one touchdown per game. Ezekiel Elliott, 119 yards and one touchdown per game. Okay. Yeah, that that's I that doesn't surprise me either, considering yeah. how UGA's team was. That 22 team was ridiculous. They were insanely um, good. Ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, the only thing that kind of shocks me, um, I mean, I, I know that our tw- our 22 Ohio State team put up a lot of points on them, but the only thing that shocks me is scoring 30 on them. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. 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 Put up put up 30 on them. And I, I switched out the 21 Georgia team for the 22 Georgia team. Um, I think that 22 Georgia team was better. And through the Sims I did, I simmed 22 Georgia versus 21 Georgia 20 times, and 22 Georgia came out on top over 21 Georgia. So that's why I put in the 22 UGA team over the 21 UGA team. Yeah, that 21, no, 21 Georgia team was dominant as far as defensively. Yeah. There's no doubt that that 21 team was going to be better. Um, uh, okay. What'd you say? Okay. Uh, the uh, the 04, 04 USC versus 2013 FSU. USC beats FSU 32 to 25. Matt Leiter goes 21 for 34 with 304 yards and two touchdowns. Lindell White, 101 yards and one touchdown. Reggie Bush, 41 yards and half a touchdown per game. Jameis Winston for FSU, 22 for 32, 270 yards, one ton. Devontae Freeman, 95 yards and 1.6 touchdowns per game. Are we really surprised that USC won this matchup? No, no. Anyone? Nope. That USC team was a wagon. They were so good. Wagon, man. God bless. 
you just had offensive weapons everywhere you turned for that USC team in 04. That was that was an insanely good team. Yeah. Uh, next matchup, last matchup for this round, 97 Michigan versus 05 Texas. Texas beats Michigan 28 to 14. Uh, Vince Young, 12 for 18, 160 yards and .6 touchdowns. Jamal Charles, 77 yards and 1.2 touchdowns per game. Over on uh, Michigan side, Brian Greasy, 16 for 29, 216 yards uh, and .2 touchdowns per game. And Chris Howard, 110 yards per game with .6 touchdowns as well. Yeah, again, I, I don't think I'm surprised by this matchup. Um, at all because I think that Texas team was damn good. They were. Um, and don't get me wrong, that Michigan team was really good in 97 too, but um, I, I distinctly remember that 05 team being just unreal. And that was arguably the greatest national championship game I've ever watched. Yes. That was yes. that was phenomenal. Rose Bowl, the Rose Bowl versus USC? Yep. Oh my yep. God. That was, that was phenomenal. Uh, next round of matchups. We will have them next week on Wednesday. 2018 Clemson versus 01 Miami, 2022 Georgia versus 08 Florida, 04 USC versus 2019 LSU, and 05 Texas versus 2017 Alabama. Looking forward to those. Yeah, those will be phenomenal. I still think that 01 Miami team is the greatest football team ever assembled in college football. Which one? 01 Miami. Yeah. 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 That That one was stupid. Absolute wagon. They had like... Dude, I wanted to say they have like double digit first round draft picks on that team or something. Just like something absurd. Just very, very absurd. Uh, Billy, it's Pop Culture Wednesday. So our pop culture thing today is going to be our top five bold predictions for 2024. Ooh, this this could be juicy. So I'm gonna, I like I, I'll do one and then you do one and, and we'll go uh, we'll go back and forth. So uh, my number five. Top bold prediction for 2024. The Falcons move up to number one and draft Caleb Williams. Pass. Oh. Or pass. Nope. I'm not I'm not in on this. I don't like it. I don't know. Everybody's saying he he's a franchise making quarterback. I just I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm Did not, you see him I, play this year? I'm not high on him either. Yeah, I saw him play a bunch. I'm also not high on him, but ev- everywhere I've read and everywhere I've looked at by people who are a lot smarter than me say that he's going to be a really good quarterback but they also said Bryce Young was better than CJ Stratt so didn't we talk to Los about him Caleb Williams or was another, or was another quarterback uh, I think it was another quarterback I don't remember who it was though maybe it was Caleb I don't know I don't remember all right uh, my number five um, <laughs> this is going to be funny looking at your number four um my number five is Mike Tomlin leaves Pittsburgh and becomes the the Atlanta Falcons next head coach. Oh, um, I, I think my four and your five uh, actually w- will not happen. Um, I just saw a tweet from yesterday. It said uh, in a team meeting today, Mike Tomlin told the Steelers players the speculation about him stepping away is unfounded and he plans coaching in 2024. Well, but stuff okay, all, stuff stuff always changes though. You know how yep. it is. You know how it is. Yeah. So my number four is Mike Tomlin retires from football. <laughs> well, apparently that's not a check. No, I thought it might seem likely <laughs> after he just walked off in the middle of a question. Yeah, that was pretty amazing. It was fantastic. It was absolutely fantastic. 
Uh, my number four, Lee Corso will announce 2024 will be his last year with College Game Day. Oh, I hope not, dude. Oh, man. It's getting to he's that point a, where it needs to happen. He's in the 80s, though. Dude, yeah. he's, he's been doing this for 30 years. It, he's... And God love him. That I would think he's suck, done. dude. That would suck. As much as, as as much as Corso probably does need to retire, like he is college game day. Yep. <laughs> yeah, um, and, and who will we do the head the headgear pick? It has with? to be Pat. Pat has to do the headgear. Uh, possibly. That'll that'll go away here coming up with one of your bold predictions. Yes, it will. My number three, Max Verstappen wins 20-plus races this year in Formula One. That seems very high. There's only 24 races. That seems very, very high. And I, I, think, <laughs> I think he is going to win 20 of those 24 races. That's uh, unreal. Hold on. How many races did Max win last year? I think I think he won like 18 or uh, he won 19. He won 19 of 22 races last year. Uh, they're, they're adding one more race in this year. They'll be 23. So I think Max will win 20 of 23 this year. Jesus. Yeah. That's it, unreal. Kid is dominant. Kid is insane dominant. What's the point watching there if you're going to continue having the same outcome every single week? Well, you know what I mean? Everybody that finishes behind them, it's a good race there. But yeah, it's a, a sort of a foregone conclusion that Max Verstappen is going to win the race. But there's good battles back in the pack. All right, uh, my number three, the Boston Bruins will correct last year's horrible mojo in hoist Lord. Okay, all right, Lord Stanley going to the Boston Bruins. Yeah, they, they were a wagon last year. How are they doing this year? Are they doing just as good or not as good? Or They've, they've lost in regulation eight games. Oh, they're terrible. Awful. Awful. My Awful. goodness. They're, they're leading their division. Um, I think they're number two in the NHL right now. Yeah, not even first in the NHL. Canucks and Jets are ahead of them. Yeah, yeah I, these Bruins no, suck. They're terrible. I, I'm telling you, I think they they may do it. You know, be able to get out of the East and into the Stanley Cup playoff. Uh, my number two, Rory McIlroy, finally wins the Masters this year. You know what? I think I'd be okay with that. I would. I love Rory, I really man. I love Rory. I, I do too. And with everybody, I, I, and with everybody leaving than... for the LIV tournament, there'd be less competition too. Yeah, I like him a lot better than I like Phil. Oh, I love. I like Phil. I know. We can. We can not like certain people. Yeah, Phil's a great guy. He's a gambler. <laughs> He's a degenerate, like we are. Yeah. Uh, my number two, the Los Angeles Dodgers will finish third in the National League West standings. Oh, wow. Oh, my. That is, oh, oh buddy. Very bold, right? Talk about a bold prediction. Holy smokes. That is very bold. Yep. Wow. Um, I think the Padres come up, and I think uh, the, um, I'm not sure who the second team's going to be. Wow. Uh, maybe the Giants. Giants. Yeah. Finish third. Wow, that would be devastating. Wouldn't um, it be great? My number one bold prediction for 2024. Pat McAfee won't be on ESPN by the end of the year. Whoa. Whoa. Hold your breath there. Hold no, on. No Hold Pat. On. No Pat. No, no show on ESPN. No hosting game day on ESPN. 
Pat McAfee and ESPN will end their partnership before the end of this year. Wow. Yep. Okay. Yep. That's my number one bold prediction. My number one bold prediction is Tiger Woods wins the tournament this year for the first time since 2019. Oh, I am all on board for this one, baby. Yeah. Yeah, I am all on board for this bold prediction. Sign me up. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I think it uh, I think it should be a good one for for him this year. Love it. Love it, dude. All right, uh, that's our bold predictions in our Pop Culture Wednesday. Let's get to the Marines' house scoreboard. Uh, nothing. Nope. Everything got canceled. Everything was canceled last night because of the, the weather. Yep. So we, uh, we'll we move on to the Smith's Forecomings games and events calendar, which we had one game move to tonight, and it's Villarica versus Mays. This will be broadcast on Hometown Sports Media. Girls game starts at 6, boys at 7.30, and Bryce will be on the call tonight. Yeah, and I was try- I was trying to find if um, any of the other games that got canceled yesterday or postponed were moved to today, but I I, I couldn't see. I, I didn't see where they were moved to. Yeah, I didn't hear any of them. No, looks like VR is the only person that actually said, "Hey, this will be on on Wednesday." Um, so we'll keep y'all updated. Um, uh, Bryce, yes. I, I would recommend um, as soon as you get off, you know, here. Um, I would not take any calls today. Oh no. No, I'll just be listening. I'm going to take a hot shower, too. <laughs> and I, I would drink as much hot tea as possible to help your voice before getting on the call tonight. Oh, I got a, I got a whole bag of fisherman friends upstairs in my cabinet that will be uh, utilized today. Thank you, Steve Walker, for um, suggesting those because they are amazing. I live off of those things now. Yeah, I'm going to have uh, something else that's going on tonight. Uh, you sent me. Jacob Levy is announcing his uh, recruitment tonight. Yeah, 7 o'clock tonight, he's announcing where he's going. So I may have to hop on over to um, to Carrollton to handle that. Oh, that'd be, be cool. There. That'd be awesome, yeah. Local kid, great kid, going to wrestle somewhere, D1. Kid's a, kid's a monster, kid's a beast. He is, there's no doubt. Wherever, wherever he goes, is getting a, uh, they're getting a great a heavyweight wrestler yeah uh, Love the kid to death. billy you want another cup of coffee man i need one let's, let's get it. to it another cup of coffee brought to you by realtor hannah strong with century 21 novice uh Carrollton trojan quarterback julian lewis has reclassified to the 2025 class so had this conversation multiple times with multiple people i don't think this has anything to do with his college career really we don't I think he's looking ahead and going, okay, once I get to L.A. out in USC, three years after that, what's the quarterback class look like going into the NFL draft? Yeah, maybe. That's what I think this is based off of. He he has now gone for the number one quarterback in his class to the number four quarterback in his class. See, like I said, it doesn't matter to, to him. I think ultimately it matters – where he thinks he will be in the NFL draft. Oh man, yeah. looking looking down here. Jeez. You know who doesn't have a quarterback coming in in the 2025 class? Who's that? That'd be a team up in Athens. Imagine that. Oh, look at that. Look at that. Um, I think he ultimately switches over to UGA. I don't think he stays at USC. I think he flips. Okay. Yep. I think he flips. Uh, Jason Kelsey tells the Eagles teammates that he is retiring. Well, F my life, right? Yep. Yep. Uh, 
look, it, that man has done wonders for the game of football um, outside of just playing his the the media podcast that he produces with his brother has been oh, fantastic. I hope heights. he continues that. Oh, they definitely will for sure. Yeah. Um. So I'm I'm looking forward to seeing and and watching this week's episode after hearing you know him saying that he's retiring. So yeah. 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 Uh, United States Women's National Team's Swanson, NWSL's top paid player, uh, is now with the Red Stars. She signed the new deal with the Red Stars. Top played player, a top paid player in the NWSL. Where is the Red Stars? Uh, Chicago, I think. Is it in Chicago? Thought so. Okay, we look. Uh, yes, yeah, yeah, Chicago. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Good. Good for uh, Dansby's wife. Yeah. Good for her. yeah. Mallory Swanson, now the highest paid player in the NWSL. It's pretty cool. Uh, 15 people were taken to the hospital for hyperthermia at the Chiefs game. And water is wet. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, this was expected. Uh, Did you see the amount of people that took their shirt off? Idiots. Absolute idiots. Like, you could be like, oh, it's not that cold outside. Bull-ish. Minus 30 wind, uh, uh, wind chill. Minus 30. No, this this was so cold. When when you get below zero, your extremities need to be covered. Yeah. Period. End of story. Yep. There's no doubt. And when you decide to take off your shirt, that's not helping you. And when you've only got a thin layer of skin protecting you and your heart when it's that cold, that's that's just dumb. Dumb to dumb dumb dumb. Yeah. Not Go- nearly bad. Did you did you see the uh, article I sent you? Um, that I wanted to talk about with another cup today? Uh, no, I don't think so. Oh, okay. So I'm going to drop this on you, and I want I want your opinion. Okay. The Jaguars, they sent out an email to fans asking them how their experience was at Everbank Stadium on Saturday for the wildcard game. Oh. Whoa, were they having a watching party for the teams that were actually in the playoffs? <laughs> That's uh, that's pretty how, bad. How do you mess that up? That's pretty bad. How does that happen? Jesus, what are you doing, idiots, dude? <laughs> Just when you thought they were turning their franchise around, they go and do something like this. Oh my god! Like, what are you doing? That's bad. That's so bad. Oh my god! Who sent that out? That has to be like that had that had to be like a computer thing that they just forgot to like shut down or something. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That, that that had to have been a, an automated system that they had already planned out, and they just forgot about it. Dude, that is awful. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh Christ. A uh, billion today in 1999 NFC Championship in the Metrodome in Minneapolis. The Falcons beat the Vikings 30 to 27. Dude, I remember, and I think we talked about. I think we've talked about this in the past podcast when we've talked about this particular game. I remember driving home. I think I was coming home from Douglasville, and my mom and I were listening to it on the radio. And she almost swerved off the road when the kick went in. Uh, we were so excited. Uh, it, it was just, what a great game. Um, and I can't remember, it. Oh, was it Hollinger that was on the radio call at that time? Oh, I have I think no it was idea, Hollinger. man. 
I think it was Jeff Hollinger that was on the the radio call at that time, and he was fantastic and lost his ever loving mind. It wasn't um, Drew Ham for sure. Drew Ham, Jeff, Drew Ham, Drew Ham. Um, but it was uh, God, man. I remember this game distinctly. I was ninety nine. I would have been thirteen. Yeah, I was losing. I was losing my mind. From <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I didn't. Um, I didn't watch this game, uh, but I did watch the game after this. We we don't have to talk about the game after this. Uh, you know what? You ran into an all time an all time quarterback. It is what it is. You know that's you ran into yeah. yeah. Um, and we also we also had the time of our lives and the night before the Super Bowl. Yeah, so. yeah. You know it is what it is. Uh, you got anything else to add today, man? No, let's get out of here, man. Let's, let's, let's enjoy get out of here. Day. Get out of here on a hump day. If you go outside, bundle up. It's going to barely get over freezing today. Um, so uh, don't go outside bare-chested like the morons in the uh, Arrowhead Stadium did. But for Billy Lindahl, I am Bryce Sparling. We will see you tomorrow morning on the Morning 5. Same time, same place. Shake your neighbors! Just shake them! Shake your neighbors!